0: Hey, welcome to the Protectors Podcast. Really excited to talk about this movie today, Merging Vets and Players, MVP. And I have Nate Boyer on to talk about it. And why do I want to talk about it is because I actually went to a screening of it. I was kind of blown away with it. I didn't know what to expect. I've seen some movies here and there when you bring the veteran culture into it and it always focuses on more of the negative. This was it had a lot of positive aspects of it. And you actually see the reality what it's like to be kind of like losing your grasp, losing your mission. And I'm it's really excited to talk to Nate today about it. Nate, welcome to the show, brother.
1: Hey, thanks so much. I really appreciate you having me on, Jason.
0: Now, what was I? I think you guys came up for Veterans Memorial Day weekend. You're up here in D.C. and we did a screening of it. And it was kind of cool yeah, to just that see was, you there. Uh,
1: in D.C., that was actually in October. It was yeah. about a month before Veterans Day. Um, there was a few events going on up there. Um, I can't remember what the week is called, but a lot of different veteran organizations sort of come into town and um, kind of have some different things going on. And so we actually partnered with uh, uh, with another group called All True, and did some fun stuff out there. Did a pop up session uh, for MVP at a local gym, and then we were able to screen screen the movie, uh, which was which was really which was really great. I mean, in that time frame, from like September, I mean, the first the very first screening of this was Super Bowl week last year uh, in 2022. I had just finished. You know the edit. We were shopping it, and it was an opportunity for some media members from the NFL, but also like veterans in the community and players to come see it in the theater in person. It's the first time I saw it in theater, and it was really cool to see the turnout because we had to get like an overflow theater beyond the 350 seat one we already had, and you know everybody just not only showed up but really, I don't want to say everybody, but a lot, a lot more people than I thought, connected with it. And it really, it kind of moved them. And because I was, I think as a lot of people that are, you know, hustling in the creative space, uh, you're very uh, you, it's, it's really hard to appreciate something you've created until you see other people appreciating it, if that makes sense.
0: Like, no, it makes it, believe me, it makes you it, you know what sense. I mean. Yeah.
1: Yeah. And so that was the, but when I got to do that the first time, it was incredible to see how many people just like it moved them, you know, people coming out uh, emotional and uh, just letting us know that we got it right. And, and then, yeah, that carried on. And and so I think that was probably only maybe our third or fourth screening um, in person there, or at least a uh, fundraising screening down in uh, uh, DC that I was able to attend. So it was really, it was really special. It was really cool. I love, love the area there, and you know, and the connection to the community and people that I'd served with 15 years before that I hadn't seen showed up that day. Uh,
0: yeah, it was, so it was pretty, pretty cool. I was like, running. That's such a small community too. When you think about like you, I'm always running into people I either served with or I know someone I served with, and especially with the podcast community now, it's like everybody knows everybody, so it's it's pretty cool. One thing about this movie right. though is like it really it hit home. You know, I used to watch Ballers all the time. So, and I saw the the a bunch of the characters how they're dealing with transition, like from the pro from the pro ball or from the you know being in that sports arena, so I kind of knew that there is a similarity to it, but until I saw this movie, I didn't notice that there was a bigger similarities, whether it's like the drinking, the not having the mission you're losing the brotherhood, and that really came across in this movie big time, and that's one of the things where like. Some of the laymen who doesn't quite understand what it's like to be in a professional sports and then losing your mission. Let's say you get, you get hurt or let's say your just career is over with and you've only been in for five, eight years or three years or whatever and not having a sense of purpose anymore where your whole life has been that purpose. Just like a lot of us who have served. So bringing up the screen, that must have been a really cool experience to actually talk to these athletes and get with these athletes and look at it from their perspective, especially yours.
1: I think, I mean, you hit the nail on the head, uh, first of all. But but I think that that was one of the main reasons I really wanted representation on screen uh, of the real people, and and behind the camera as well. So if you didn't know, beyond like you know Tony Gonzalez and Randy Couture uh, and. Uh, Michael Strahan and Howie Long, who have cameos in it, you know, even Jay Glazer, who works in the space and is a co-founder of MVP. All those people playing themselves, right? The Rich Eisen cameo. Um, I wanted that authenticity, but every veteran portrayed on the screen is played by an actual vet, which is really cool and really hard to do. <laughs> um, but they were amazing. They were amazing. All of these people either had a good amount of acting experience, were already kind of working, uh, in, in, in that space and, or had aspirations for that and were studying and really wanted an opportunity. And that was, that was the coolest part of it for me. And, and as I said, also behind the camera, most of the cast and crew are vets. So it's like, it was us telling our own story, veterans and athletes telling the merging vets and players story of how this charity, how this organization really began, um, all the way down to like Dan Loria So for those that don't know who Dan Lauria is, he, if you're a big movie or TV buff, you probably do. Uh, he was the dad on The Wonder Years. He played Vince Lombardi on Broadway, um, but he's also a Vietnam veteran, and he plays the barracks administrator there at the uh, at the the veteran shelter that we're that we filmed at, and that's a real place that we filmed on on location at. Um, so all of this stuff from the from the locations to the people to the script itself, like I feel like. I mean, I co-wrote it with a, with another writer buddy who served in the, the UK military. I felt like we were honestly transcribing the story more than writing it because it's all of these men and women who've walked through the doors at MVP. It's all their stories. A lot of the quotes in it were people were things that people have said either in a huddle on the mat or, you know, I've just had coffee with or just met out in the streets, or, you know, we've just heard it through the grapevine, like uh, kind of wanting to get a very nuanced uh, look at what that experience likes looks like transitioning um, and losing that uniform, whether it's camouflage or a jersey, and really having it come from the mouths of the people that lived it.
0: Yeah, Jez Jones, awesome. He's been on the podcast before and he's the, the co-writer and a uh, really good dude yeah,
1: and i yeah, could see amazing
0: yeah i could great guy i could see like how you know transferring like both of your experiences onto this and being creative and that's one thing I've, I've been noticing about the military community and a lot of people getting into the arts is there's so much opportunity for them to get that new mission because from everything i've heard and, and from watching this movie and from listening to you it's almost like you're you're running an operation. You're running like you're doing like the five paragraph op order. You're it's really like a military machine behind the right. scenes. And it gives you that sense of belonging, sense and a sense of purpose. When that when you see it on the screen, like when you saw it on the screen for the first time, what was the reaction of the other vets that were there with you that put this to help you get to the screen? You must have been able to look around going, Wow.
1: Yeah, it was It was very cool. Unfortunately, Gez didn't make, wasn't able to make it out for the very first screening. Um, But he came out for the premiere, which was really cool. And I mean, first of all, just as you said, like brilliant guy, uh, hilarious guy, great friend. Um, But, you know, he he really came to me with the idea of like, hey, we should make, you got to make a movie about how this all started. He, He was living in Southern California at the time with some Marine buddies and he was driving up to MVP every week come into our work our our session so for people that don't know an mvp uh, which stands for emerging vets and players uh, on a weekly basis we bring combat vets and former pro athletes together and we work out for about 30-45 minutes get a good sweat going and then we huddle up and it's a peer-to-peer coaching session we just open forum you know we talk about whatever's going on in our lives it's like a locker room um there is there's not a ton of Restrictions on what we can and can't talk about. You know, we try to steer it away from religion and politics, obviously, (laughs) but uh, but it's just that place, like the team room, you know, that we've all experienced if we if we have served in the military or or played sports at a high level, where you just have a bond with these people in a different way, and you know, you go to them when you need help, and you're there for them when they need help, and uh, it just kind of creates that that whole that that tribe mentality uh, that we had in the military and on the sports field that we often lose when we leave. Um but yeah, like to sit in the to sit in theater and have the people that created this thing with you that you know poured months of their life into it during production and and then a different set of people in the post-production space that poured time into it and kind of bring also to bring those people together, you know, people that helped gestate the idea, uh, and then people that finished the idea that had never met one another, you know, and they get to connect. And then the, the people on the production side like all, eternally grateful to, to Sylvester Stallone and Brayden Aftergood, um, who is his producing partner. Brayden and I have been friends for a long time, and Brayden uh, championed this thing, even though he knew we were going to have to make it for no money. Um, but they haven't asked for anything except for uh, to just want to be a part of the process and see us make it and hopefully make more in the future. So um Anyway, th- it, just, yeah, to sit in the theater with all those people that worked on the thing, but also, you know, experience this, a lot of these feelings and emotions uh, and literally this world in their real life uh, and then get to be a part of, we all get to be a part of bringing that story to a screen and trying to <laughs> make it make sense to people that that may never fully grasp that experience, you know, or may may never really be able to completely relate to us. Uh, Or maybe we're, we have a hard time communicating that to people with our words or whatever. Now it's like, well, we'll maybe watch this. This is just an idea that uh, of something of, of some of the things that I experience and feel that maybe you can understand and kind of connect with and relate to without having to feel like you have to compare your life to somebody that, you know, went to war or somebody that, you know, played on the biggest stage in the NFL or whatever. Um, Cause that's not, you know, that that's a tough thing to, to relate to, but at the end of the day, we're all human beings. We all have the same insecurities and, and uh, you know, we, we run through the, those same emotions. We all have some level of post-traumatic stress from something that has happened in our lives. Um, and we just want to, I think a lot of us just want to feel like we belong, you know, I think everybody wants to feel like they belong at the end of the day. It's a great
0: thing about the movie, and that's one thing I like about the MVP of the charity as well is like you don't have to be broken. It shows that you can feel broken, you could appear broken, you could be down to the lowest depths of you've ever been, but you can find your way out of it. and you can get help outside of your inner your circle. You don't have to go to other veterans to get the help you need to get out. You can find kindred souls in a lot of different places,
1: right. So that's, that's that's exactly right. I mean, that's, that's one of the things, the biggest things, not just with MVP, but that matters to me initiatives, I guess you want to call it or whatever that I try to press forward, or I guess narratives is a better word that we're not, we we are absolutely, you know, every, and this goes for everybody, uh, you know, post-traumatic stress is a human issue, not a veteran issue, just like in the movie all those lines where things other people have said that's something else that someone that's something that someone else has told me before too and i definitely connect with um but you know we, we i think what's important is that we understand that as veterans we don't um we don't have I at least hate it in the movie again we don't have the monopoly on pain you know what i mean i think there's a lot of people that Veterans and civilians that feel like, well, no one, that's a different kind of struggle and pain and, and, and uh, issue that a veteran has. Like they're, they're in a different, le- they're on a different level of that because they went to war and it's like, maybe, and in some cases, you know, maybe even probably, but not always. And like to, to, to assume that everybody that's been over there done that, um, has the same type of symptoms, struggles with the same things is ridiculous. Like all of our experiences at war are very nuanced and and individual and different. And it affects how we relate to the world in the future, you know, moving forward and, and other people. And the same goes for people that didn't go to war. Like there are people in my life that never served in the military that have far more challenges than I have. And they've, they've experienced maybe in childhood or other places some traumatic stuff that I wouldn't wish on my worst enemy. You know what I mean? And so you don't have to have done what I've done or experienced what I've experienced to, um, to relate to, to what we're trying to do at MVP, you know, what we're trying to do with vets and athletes. It's really for everybody. That's something that it's important to MVP. Like we want to shift narratives around the, the labels with all that stuff. Um, but also, we want pe- people that aren't athletes and aren't vets to still connect to this and be able to use it as a tool, some of the things we talk about and experience and, and some of those stories like we, we want those to be able to help other people as well.
0: It's the ripple effect and that's one thing I, you know I, t- I took a look at the MVP website and you guys are having pop-ups now. you're having you're in different locations throughout the country. I want people to understand that they can support MVP as well. you can watch the movie, yeah that's kind of like a really cool calling card, but how do people get involved and help support you and your organization?
1: Yeah. I mean, first things first, uh, go to the website to learn more, just as as you've done, Jason, go to, go to vetsandplayers.org. And, and look us up, you know, and reach out to us. It doesn't cost anything to connect with us or to become a member. If you are a veteran athlete that qualifies, uh, it costs nothing. We never, and we never will change that model. It's not going to be something that, you know, cost members anything uh, to be a part of our organization um we're in eight cities around the country we started in los angeles uh which is where the movie's based and it's the movie really literally is about the genesis of MVP, of kind of how it all started um there's obviously some creative liberties taken uh here and there and we sort of like some of the characters to protect people's um, identity and all that they're sort of uh composite characters that we that we built uh, but we started in LA, and now we have eight chapters around the country in Las Vegas, Chicago, Atlanta, New York, Seattle, Dallas, and most recently Phoenix. Um, and we are looking to open more chapters. Uh, and like I said earlier, we come together every week. We train together, um, both physical, mental, emotional, and then throughout the week, we do we do other things together. Um, we do service projects in the community you know, we'll have barbecues, we'll go on hikes. We'll have those pop-up sessions like you talked about um, partnering with sports teams and stuff like that. We'll go to ball games. um, We'll go grab coffee. It doesn't matter. It's just, we're we're kind of like recreating that um, that locker room again in that, that community uh, that a lot of these people miss, including myself. I absolutely missed it when football was over. You know, I was fortunate to serve in the military and to play football for a little while. And when I got cut uh, from the Seahawks, uh, the next day I was like, Oh my gosh, like, what do I do? <laughs> well, I don't have to get up at six. I don't have to go to treatment. I don't have to go to, you know, all the practice and all this stuff, which maybe sounds nice. Cause I was like, that's, you know, it's relaxing to have a day. But then I was like, what well, it's going to be the same in two days and seven days and 30 days and 365 days. Like, Oh no, what do I do?
0: You need um, that mission, man.
1: Yeah. Yeah, we do. We need that mission. I think, I think athletes and vets are sort of, uniquely uh positioned <laughs> i guess uh, to, to 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 have it's like a, an absolute must in our lives to have that that purpose that mission that it's, it's even a sense of service for the athletes as well and the crazy part is with both of those groups is it typically ends very young um the average nfl career for instance And we work with all sports so i'm using nfl as an example because that's what how we started, and that's surrounding the movie, but in the NFL, the average career is three years. So <laughs> people are twenty five, twenty six years old, and they're done, you know, and you'll never wear that uniform again. And you've been doing this since you were eight, and it's all you wanted to do. you poured your whole life into it. Yes, you went to college and played college football, but like your life was football, you know, for the most part, if you were trying to play at that next level, I mean it's just gone and trying to figure out, who am I now and what do I do next is really tough. And for vets, it's similar too. I mean, of course there's plenty of guys that spend a, a, a long career. You're one of those people. You 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 spent you dedicated uh, committed volunteer a lot of your life to to you know working in that space. But there's a lot of people as you know, you know, young kids join at 17, 18 years old, do a four-year contract and they're out and it's like they're mm-hmm. 22. They're 22 years old, back in a, maybe in a, maybe in a not so great uh, experience or situation that, and, you know, a lot of them leave that situation to join the military, kind of escape it. And now they're back in that place. And they, you know, they, they went, they, they went to combat and they experienced some incredibly challenging things. They had huge responsibilities, people's lives in their hands. And then they come back to where they were before and they don't even know where to start and they feel so out of place like nobody understands them and it can be daunting and it can lead to a a path of destruction that happens a lot um
0: i like that well that's one thing i like about the mvp too it's not about them getting a job or about them doing something else it's about them coming together with a brotherhood sisterhood and learning that there's other things out there now brother i know you're short
1: yeah. I know and it, you're leads, short and time. it leads to all those things as well, uh, of course. But, uh, but yes, you're absolutely right. It's the, it's community first. It's like, we got it. Let's just get, let's get each other's backs. First and foremost, let's make sure we're all taken care of and protected and safe. And, and then let's figure out you know what you want to do with your life. Cause there's a lot of it left to live.
0: Done, man. And that's one thing I, I you know, Nate, you're short on time today, but one thing I do want to know is, yeah, we can we can get people to support MVP. You could do donations, but one thing I'd love to see, and I love there's a lot of people in corporations, especially in the different types of uh, industries, listen to this show. But corporate sponsorship, corporate money, it can go pretty far. And I'd love to see more of these locations pop up, especially in the DC area. Yeah, you know, so we if, love
1: that as well. Yeah. If anybody's listening in in that space, you don't have to be the CEO. <laughs> you can be yeah. anywhere on that chain, but. Reach out to us, connect with us. Thank you for saying that, Jason, because that is that is a, a lot of our lifeblood. If we don't have that backing, we can't continue to grow, and, and we want to have God, we want to have a chapter out there very bad uh in the in the uh, in the DC area. But what? um you know, it's just it, it's it's one of those things. Fortunately, we've got a great partner in Boeing right now, mm-hmm. um, who's 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 you know doing a lot for us. We we've worked with a lot of corporations too in the past, and. This you know this last year tough financially things are definitely changing and adjusting so we're changing and adjusting with it with it as we always do did the same thing during COVID, um, but you know we're looking for we are actively looking for the right the right partners to help us continue to grow so I appreciate you saying that and, and anybody listening in that's connected with or working for uh, uh, you know some of those some of those companies in any in any area yeah uh, and by the way you and connect
0: and you guys are a five hundred one C right.
1: We are. Yes. And there we go.
0: Corporations. I always tell corporations all the time. If you're not the CEO or anybody else and you're not in a tax bracket, this is a heck of a write off or a heck of a way to support the community and also have a benefit of tax relief
1: it is it's a good write-up to good tax relief but also (laughs) we've got a really big platform
0: (laughs) yeah exactly if
1: you go to our website you can see all the media attention we get so it's good for your business and it's well
0: it's cross-promotion it's absolutely cross-promotion and hey by the way uh where i live i live in falls church virginia we have ryan hall's Fifty Fifty academy academies right up the whole right up the road he's a a jujitsu academy there's all sorts of really cool areas right. right around here we have XCal Fitness is right up the road, thirty million dollar gym. They'd be a perfect place to host this. I mean, there's so many different areas. So anybody Absolutely. out there, if you're listening to this, corporate, let's get. We need a DC chapter. Okay, let's Amen. do it. Nate, thank you Amen. so much for coming on the show, brother.
1: Thank you so much, Jason. And, oh, you know, and by the way, before
0: we get off, it's streaming. MVP is yes. streaming now.
1: It is. Yeah, you can you can you can you can watch it on uh, uh, Amazon Prime mm-hmm. on Apple TV. It, we recently. Uh, We're licensed by Showtime as well. So it's now on Showtime, which is really cool. Uh, So it's everywhere. There's no excuse. (laughs) You can find it. I promise you that. Thanks, brother.